Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. JR wrote, wrote an article for oh, The Athletic, and, like, and one that I completely agree with. I thought you just with. pivoted on no. the entire show. Two and a half hours in, I thought you pivoted on your own opinion. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> like, you gutless son of a... No, I th- I th- it, was a, it was a horse bleep It was a horse bleep decision. Yeah. JR, that's my that's my take. What's yours? <laughs> oh, you're the one you're the one saying it on radio. I just wrote it. Riggs, right. So, <laughs> you know, with uh, today's day and age, they can go back and read your article. They can go back and listen to the podcast. They can. Yeah, no, it's it no, it was a uh, definitely a difficult decision, I'm sure, for Doug Armstrong. But as I saw the news late last night, sitting in the press box at Enterprise Center after the game, and, and you think about, okay, how do I address this? Um, I had to tell it like I see it, and that's sometimes a difficult part of the job. But I do think that the contract situations, uh, the past few years, players who haven't come back, and I realize that's not always. A one-sided thing. Perhaps Doug Armstrong has wanted a few of these guys back, and, and, and the player, or it just didn't work out. Uh, nonetheless, you know, some of these long-term contracts and the no-trade clauses, I think, led to where we are today. And, and I thought that Craig Bruby did not have as competitive competitive of a team as uh, he had once before. So then, Jr. Let me let me ask you this, and you know, nobody. I don't know if anybody got to ask Army this. It was, you know, it's tough to always get every question in today. But, like, what were Army's expectations for this group? Because we asked him that at the beginning of the season, and he said his expectations or his thoughts were that this team could be a third place in the division, a mid-tier team, and that's kind of where he was at. And when I look at everything right now, the Blues are still only one point out of a wild card spot, and they're somewhere in the middle of the NHL. So what were his expectations then? Yeah, and I think that's the number one question today is because he did come out and say uh, when we asked him about is this a playoff team, he said, Riv, we all remember it, is uh, I think third place. I'd love third place. And, and he did say that, hey, we're not going to focus on the standing. So what happened? What happened since October uh, to now, and we did ask him that question. Thanks for listening. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I heard it. He said you're from November, and he said it's been a year. Yeah. No, yeah, no, you did see it. And so the situation is this: he said that he's he's got a year of information since November 2022 when he was asked about Craig Bruby Riv, and he said that uh, good coach, not the problem. Our compete is the problem. But in terms of this year, from the moment he said, "Yeah, I'd love to get third place," until here we are now. Okay, so what changed? He said that uh, a couple of things, too many ups and downs, you know, the wins over Vegas, the losses to San Jose, the power play seven for 83. Uh, I kind of sensed based on his answer that if you've got some good wins and some pretty good wins, but then you beat the teams that you're supposed to, and maybe this power play is clicking along at, at 20%, we're probably not here sitting here talking about Craig Bruby uh, being fired. I think as Doug Armstrong has talked about so many times, the ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys, highs and lows were too big for him. So now what? That that's that's one thing I don't think Jamie and I have really discussed yet. Is now what? Because I, I see a team that Craig Berube was trying to get to play sound hockey, sound defensively, and now that he's gone, I know you do have so, you, you've got some players that want to play that way, namely you know guys like Braden Shen and 
Pavel Buchnevich, but the, but the rest I feel like is like the skill and speed team that that Army has wanted. So I view this team now moving forward as one that's going to lose a lot of seven to four games. But maybe I'm being unrealistic or emotional that. So what now moving forward, Jr. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think you're uh, unrealistic. I think that it, it remains to be seen. You know, how does Drew Bannister want to coach this team? Obviously, uh, you know, with what they've done from the start of the year, the system they've put in place. Even if he wants to do something drastically different, which I don't think he does, you know, I don't think they're just going to change course for game number uh, 29. You know, that would really take a lot. Um, you know, what type of team are they? You know, whenever I think about the Blues and what kind of roster they have and, and what they're trying to do currently, I think about what's it going to look like in a year or two. I mean, I don't think you want to form any systems or make any decisions based on this personnel right now because, frankly, this personnel isn't good enough to be a contending team. So I think what Doug said today is, you know, they hope that uh, things change with the, the play based on the, the coaching change and get more out of guys, and I think you're just going to have to see what works. And then once, he said, once you get into uh, March and, and April and whether you make the playoffs, great. If you don't, you know, just continue to make these decisions that are based on uh, the future of the club. So bottom line, I don't think anybody knows what to expect yet, but, you know, Doug Armstrong, as he said today, he still wants this to be a competitive club during the retool. Yeah, I, I remember him saying that. Next question I have is, you know, today, you know, Doug Armstrong mentioned that, you know, one of the things that Drew Bannister is going to really be pressing for is accountability, and you know, the compete level to be higher. I was sitting there thinking to myself, and maybe I'm wrong, but isn't that going to be a tall order for Drew Bannister based on the fact that if Craig Berube, who's won a Stanley Cup and has the resume that he has, wasn't able to get it? You know, isn't that a lot to ask of an interim head coach? I really do think it is. And you would know, you know this better than I, what it's like to be you know, a player with the ears open and listening to a coach, whether it be a guy who's been there three or four years or a coach who's coming in. All that I can think of when you ask that question is, it must feel a little refreshing for some players, and we probably don't even need to name them, but maybe just players who aren't performing well. And they just think, hey, maybe this guy doesn't have a ton of credentials, and, and maybe he's going to ask me to be accountable and, and show some passion and compete, like Doug Armstrong said at his press conference. And, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I want this to change. You know, I want to be better. I want to be part of this thing. And, you know, Doug touched on, you know, guys will be sent to the minors, even with big contracts. And, you know, you don't want to be one of those guys. So all I can think of is, you know, it's a good question. Uh, I just think that regardless of Drew Bannister's lack of NHL coaching experience, these guys, I mean, now's the time because if, if the coaches change, you know, next is, is you. Jared, what do you think what do you think's next for Craig Berube if you were to estimate? Estimate. Well, uh, you know, I know he's he's under contract with the Blues through 2024-25 next year. You know, uh, I did not speak with him today, but uh, I do know that there are already a couple teams with interest in him. I think he'll be a head coach. I think it'll just be a matter of time. Um, but uh, obviously he's going to have to decide whether that's now or or later. So, quality coach, we all know his demeanor, his ability to communicate his experience his stanley cup all the things that he's done he's going to be able to take that to another franchise and i think they'll welcome him with 
uh, open arms. It's just in Doug Armstrong's eyes, uh, it was time for it to come to an end here. So, JR, what do you think's next here for the Blues as far as coaching is concerned? Because, you know, Army, in my own opinion, Army made it kind of clear, like, that Drew Bannister is placeholding for now. Sure, he's a candidate, and, and if you know, if he has a Craig Berube-esque run here as an intern, he'd be considered, but it seemed like they were thinking of, you know, outside help coming in. Have you heard any names? No, no names yet, but let me throw this at you. You know, first of all, and you guys know this, but when Craig Ruby came in as an interim, I didn't think that he had a snowball's chance to keep the job, but he just kept proving himself. And obviously that was a, you know, kind of a perfect storm. You know, could that happen again with Drew Bannister, especially with this roster? You know, it's probably pretty doubtful. So they're going to take a look at him and, and see what he's got. Uh, Riv, you know, the trend here this past year, especially a lot of these coaches that are having the success, you know, the Peter Laviolette's, uh, you know, DeBoer, Cassidy, you know, all these guys are the experienced guys. So there really isn't a trend for like hot, young, up and coming guys right now. So we'll see. Um, here, Here's the thing. And, I, and I'll wrap up with this. Uh, whoever comes in, whether it's Bannister or somebody else, you know, they're going to have a challenge on their hand because I asked Doug Armstrong this. I mean, you guys want to win and you want to be competitive, but yet you want a guy who can relate and uh, groom these young players who are going to be coming in like Dvorsky, Snuggerud, et cetera. So he admitted, he said, yeah, I can't go into these meetings and talk to these coaches and feel them out and say, uh, hey, I need uh, you to develop Dvorsky, but oh yeah, by the way, I want you to win a Stanley Cup too. So um, he said the search is going to be wide open. We'll see where it goes. There's no timetable on it. I think after uh, today's news, he's just going to, you know, play it, play it by ear as we move forward here. All right, JR, great stuff, man. Appreciate you joining us. I'm sure you're going to have a lot more reaction piece coming to on the uh, firing of Craig Berube, but we appreciate you. Have a good rest of your week, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, you guys too. Thanks. A lot of highlights. Uh, the article should be posted at the Athletic soon, and it's all the highlights from today's press conference. All right, excellent. Thank you, JR. We'll see you, buddy.